Heart to Heart, a Catholic media ministry presents Season of Joy, Reflections for the 50 Days of Easter. Today's reflection is by Father James Martin. Father James is a Jesuit priest, writer, and editor-at-large for the Jesuit magazine America. In 2017, Pope Francis appointed him as a consultant to the Vatican Secretariat for Communications. A New York Times best-selling author, he is a sought-after public speaker and media commentator on faith, culture, and spirituality. Now let's listen to today's scripture, followed by Father James's reflection. The Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger into the nail marks, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side. And do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written, that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's beautiful gospel, we read the story of the apostle known as Doubting Thomas. Now, I've always thought that St. Thomas gets a rather bad rap. 
After all, he was one of the most faithful of Jesus' disciples. You'll remember that in the story of the raising of Lazarus in the Gospel of John, some of the disciples were worried about returning to Bethany, Lazarus' home, because it was in Judea, where things were dangerous for Jesus. Jesus had just been threatened with a stoning, but Thomas was undeterred and encouraged everyone to go with Jesus. Beyond that, Jesus had chosen Thomas as an apostle, one of the twelve, so must have seen something good in him. But because Thomas was not with the other disciples at one of the original appearances of the risen Christ, he doubted the resurrection. He says that unless he himself puts his hands in the wounds of Jesus, he won't believe. Now let's step back a bit. The beginning of the Gospel of John tells us that the disciples were locked behind closed doors out of fear. But a closer look at the Gospel shows us that Mary Magdalene had already had her encounter with the risen Christ at the tomb on Easter Sunday and had already proclaimed the good news of the resurrection to the disciples. In other words, they were still cowering behind closed doors after they had heard about the resurrection. So let's remember that everyone was struggling and was a little fearful and a little doubtful after the resurrection. It may simply have been human nature. But let's get back to Thomas. On the one hand, Thomas should have known that nothing was impossible with God. On the other hand, no one had ever been raised from the dead in that precise way before, even Lazarus. And so Thomas can be forgiven his doubt. But like the other disciples, Thomas had seen many miracles including ones where Jesus raised someone from the dead. Lazarus isn't the only one. There is also the son of the widow of Nain and Jairus' daughter. It's a reminder to all of us that nothing is impossible with God. Even if Thomas and the disciples had a hard time getting that, we know it to be true. So the call of the Christian is not to hide behind closed doors. It is to both hope and expect that God will be with us in all things, and that, again, nothing is impossible with God. But Jesus knows that the disciples need more than just the report from Mary Magdalene. So, as today's gospel tells us, he appears despite the locked doors and gives them what they need, peace. Now, Thomas, as we've said, is not there. And when the risen Christ appears again, he knows now what Thomas needs, and he shows him his wounds. God speaks to us in very personal ways, tailored to our own circumstances. Jesus gave Thomas just what he needed and asked for, physical proof. For Mary Magdalene, he gave her the experience at the tomb of hearing her name called. For the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, the risen Christ explained things to them so that they would understand. For Peter on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he gives him forgiveness asking him three times, do you love me, to counterbalance Peter's threefold denial of Jesus. This is something I see about God, especially in my work as a spiritual director. God meets people where they are. For some people, God meets them through relationships, with others through books, with others through nature. For the past few years, I've led pilgrimages to the Holy Land, and at the end of every day, we do some faith sharing, sitting in a big group, sharing things that were meaningful that happened in the day. And I'm always amazed at how different the experiences are. One person will say, oh, I saw the sunrise on the Sea of Galilee and it moved me to tears. 
And someone else will say, oh, I saw that too. Didn't do much for me. Another person will say, did you see that beautiful mosaic in the church of the Annunciation in Nazareth? It was so moving. Another will say, yeah, I didn't like that church at all. Too much concrete. One will say, did you hear that hymn we sang today by the Sea of Galilee? Lord, you came to the seashore. I couldn't believe we were singing it right there. And another person will say, yeah, I don't like that song too much. We sing it too much in our parish. God speaks to people in very unique ways, tailored to where they are. Maybe this week you can look around to see the very personal and unique ways that God encounters you and invites you to believe, just as Thomas did. Hope you've enjoyed today's Season of Joy Reflection. Tune in tomorrow for the next edition in our Easter series. And if you haven't already joined our email list, visit htoh.us to sign up and receive more inspirational content delivered right to your inbox. May God bless your heart and the hearts of all your loved ones.